There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, listeners. Autumn is here. Autumn is here, and it is fucking it down outside. Um, apologies for this... Uh, situ- <laughs> I've got to say apologies for this apology. How oh, very British. Um, Phil is in New Zealand. Phil is in New Zealand. He's fled the country. He's fled the country. Um, it's no easy way to say it. People have finally... Um, well, they've turned against him. They've turned against his habits. Someone heard uh, how much he loves slurping noodles in the restaurant when we were out together the other night, and a mob formed and, and it got ugly. Anyway, the point is, till the heat dies down, um, this week uh, I'm going to give you guys the bonus pod, right, that would have applied to last week's normal episode, so you can have a nice contiguous thing. If you're a VIPI patron of ours, if you're a lovely Patreon subscriber, um, you're going to get a solo a solo pod this week, I'm afraid. And you're going to like it! And <laughs> I'm going to record it while I'm on tour, so it'll have a sort of a quite claustrophobic um, hotel room vibe, which is good. Is that good? It's certainly a vibe. Um, Phil's on tour, if you're in New Zealand or Australia figure out how near he is. I imagine not at all by European standards, but, you know, just drive for seven hours. It's just a seven-hour drive. There's nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with a seven-hour drive. <laughs> um, and figure that out. I'm on tour. Uh, by the time you hear this, what, Leeds, Sheffield, Nottingham, things like that. Check my Instagram. Um, tickets available still, I believe, for Budpod Live, Smelly Crapmas, the Christmas Budpod Live, that is December the 15th, and still tickets available for my final last hurrah in London big show, 23rd of November, Leicester Square Theatre. Uh, Budpod Live will be at Bloomsbury, the Bloomsbury Theatre, which is part of the UCL, so um, don't get confused, don't show up to the wrong big room. Um, anyway, apologies for the lack of a new episode. Um, transcontinental travel simply did not uh, permit it. So uh, here is the bonus episode from last week's episode, 238. Um, I hope you enjoy it. And uh, substitute service and normal service will resume ASAP possible. It's bonus part 238. You enter the house. You've bing-bonged on the doorbell a few times, but no one's come to get you. So you let yourself in. You go, hello? Hello? It's me. It's it's Podbud. Um, I brought some sandwiches and a bottle of Pims. I know it's autumn now, but I uh, thought we could have a nice time. 
and then you you go hello you you shout through the house hello no one's there you go you, you look in the kitchen no one's there you look in the bathroom no one's there and you go ah oh, maybe my friends are in their bedroom it feels a bit weird to go in to the bedroom um but i uh, don't know where else they could be so you clip clop hello you you got shout up that says hello i'm just coming up are you there and you dun, 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 dun. you look down the hallway either side and you walk over to the bedroom duck 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 you knock on the door hi it's Podbud. i'm here for i'm just here to hang out you said you wanted to hang out catch up silence and you i'm coming in you open the door to the bedroom and hello and there's no one in the bedroom the bed bed's all made up you walk over to the bed and you notice there's a lump in the middle of the bed and you go what and you slowly pull down the bed covers and you it reveals that the lump is a little wooden sign and that just says we're in the garden drinking gin <laughs> and you go oh god and you pick it up it's really heavy the sign it's like so heavy it looks like it should be light but uh, and you drop it and you read it again we're in the dr- garden drinking gin and you go down the stairs and you go out the back through the back door through the kitchen through the back door out into the garden and the garden's completely empty. You set down the pims, you set down the sandwiches on the table. You go, hi guys, um, I saw the sign, you're out here? Nothing. Hmm. It's very quiet. And then you hear... <coughs> what? You look around. Hey, hi, is there someone there? <coughs> what the... Hello? And you start looking around the garden and you start looking through the bushes in the garden. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, you go. You, you, you're sort of scrounging away through the bushes and eventually part a bit of bush and you see Phil and Pierre really small. They're really small. They're Phil and Pierre, but they're small and they're sitting on the ground covered by the bush, cross-legged. They're passing between them a a, a normal sized bottle of gin so it's really big in their hands and Phil is lifting the bottle of gin up and you pass it to Pierre the tiny Pierre and Pierre's, uh, Pierre goes I, are you feeling it yet? I hate these noises and Phil goes yeah man really feeling it and Pierre goes it's good huh? and he spots he spots you, look peering at us through the bush, and we and he goes, "What do you want?" <laughs> and you go, "I'm just here to catch up with you guys, my friends." And Phil goes, "Well, come on in," <laughs> and he zaps you with energy from his fingers, and you go, "What the?" And you grow smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. Until you're it's even smaller than Phil and Pierre. You're the size of the bugs on the ground. They're they're running around you. It's terrifying. A beetle's as as big as you, a bit as big as you. And Pierre goes, Ah, you've overdone it. And Phil goes, Ah, sorry about that. And you go, How do I fix this? And Pierre just grabs the gin bottle and hands it to you and gives it a little shake. 
Welcome to Bonus Pong. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I liked. Oh, so you... the story is we were even smaller, and you have to keep drinking gin to get back to normal size. We were even smaller. We were even smaller. Uh-huh. We to, yeah, we had to fill ourselves with gin and slowly inflate to get bigger. I liked it's, it's it. It's kind of an Alice in Wonderland for our age. Yeah, I liked the use of the phrase, are you feeling it yet for gin? <laughs> I, I like that. As, I, think old, I think old ladies drinking gin and tonic should say that to each other. Sit, sat out are you feeling porch. it yet? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it's gin. I, I, I felt it evaporating off my gullet. <laughs> gin is just vodka infused with juniper berries, right? That's all it is. Is that it's true? It's brewed in some slightly different way, question mark? I thought it was just vodka steeped in gin. How is gin different from vodka? Although both drinks are clear and colorless, it is a different case when it comes to the palate. Very, you, you, it couldn't be truer. Gin has a distinctive <laughs> herbal taste, while vodka is... Come on, yes, yes, yes. Vodka is water-based, while gin is distilled with juniper berries. But surely it's still water-based. And botanicals giving them their distinct flavors. Eh? I hate it when the places try to just explain, like... No, they're not the same. They taste different. You go, I know that. I'm not a baby. I'm asking how they're made. Uh, uh, yeah. Is it just fubbing you off? Yeah, both gin and vodka are made from natural ingredients. Oh, Great, fu- thank you. Oh, they're not made from <laughs> rocks from space. Oh, they're not made from robot parts. Originating from separate parts of the world, gin is distilled and vodka is flavorless. No, gin is distilled with juniper and vodka is flavorless. So I guess they're both just grain spirits. I suppose. I mean, you can make gin in a bath. Mm. I just don't... I I hate that that kind of thing where people don't understand the question you're asking. And I hate that made from natural things. Like... Do they mean it's not MDMA? It's not made by a Dutch scientist in a lab. <laughs> but even then, he's using things from the world, and the world yeah, is everything's nature. Everything's natural. Everything is natural. It's like someone going like, oh, it, it hasn't got any chemicals in. And, and the, the pedantic answer is, well, then how does it exist? If you didn't get your whiskey by downloading it, then it's natural. <laughs> you wouldn't download a whiskey. If it is in the world, it's natural, isn't it? Mm. Um, don't make no sense. No, none at all. It don't make no sense. None at all. I have a, I have a, a very not even spicy. It's probably quite lemon and herb take. Oh yeah, is it distilled with juniper berries? This take. It, it, yeah, it's full of botanicals, rude botanicals. <laughs> I think we've had escalators for long enough now. That you should know how to get on them. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Okay, so what what is your what is your specific beef with escalator behavior and etiquette? Too many people still do that little wobble at, at, at the start of the escalator where they go, oh, oh, as though the people behind them have a gun and they're saying, get on. And they're yeah. like afraid. And they go, the little- they go, oh, and they do a little jump as if they're like, oh, oh, it's moving. 
<laughs> and it's like the yeah, slowest. Some get on an escalator like they're a sausage dog, and they have to like really time it perfectly to get yeah. their legs on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I get it if like it, you're a wobbly old lady. You know. Yeah. I get it. And if you're a four-year-old, I get it. But this morning, and as part of my knackered morning, trying to get here from Dublin Airport, I saw a young guy with like trendy, like brand new, perfect trainers and like modern, you know, new smartphone. Like he's not like a a, a cretin or a luddite. <laughs> <laughs> this guy wasn't even a cretin. This guy wasn't even a cretin. Never mind a luddite. And he did that thing where he was like, oh, and jumped with both feet onto the escalator step like a toddler. What? what? Jumped with both feet? Yeah, but only like an inch high. That's, that's surely, that's more dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> that's more dangerous than just putting one foot on at a time. And then it, when, it, when, when, when you're like a meter away from the end of the escalator, you can see them thinking, oh, oh. It's, it's like in a cartoon where... <laughs> It's like in a cartoon where people are going towards a waterfall, holding onto a plank. Oh, ah, and they're, they're, they're panicking to, as they get off it. They get off it in this like kind of, oh, and they jump a little bit, like the Indiana Jones. It makes me so furious because it's so it, pathetic. It's very odd. Yeah, especially if they, they're an urban-sounding person who presumably lives in the city. I'm just going to tighten up the mic there. Sorry about that sound, listeners. But it's like, you're a person. You've used these before. Surely you're like this once and then never again. Maybe he was really hungover or something. I see this too much in London. Hmm. All yeah. the escalators and the tube stations, people are, ooh, they're afraid of them. I, I, yeah. I, I want to grab them by the shoulders and, and whisper in their ear, that was pathetic. Grow up, just an yeah. arm, hand on each shoulder, just shaking them right in front of your face. Just Look, going, do better. <laughs> I'm in their ear like uh, the, the, the slave during a Roman triumph saying, remember you are a man. <laughs> I'm standing behind them with my hands on their shoulders and my, my mouth next to their ear saying, it's just an escalator. You've done this before. It's an escalator. It's basically <laughs> stairs. How bad could it be? You stand for most of it. Most of it, you just stand. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I think that I don't, I don't know how they, these people should be punished, but I think they should be punished. I have a memory of in Malaysia. Um, there was, we were going down an escalator, and there were there were kids, a couple of local kids, and one was sat like sat on the escalator like sat on the steps of the escalator like it was a seat you know yeah and mum was saying don't do that that's dangerous mum's a bit nosy but always like <laughs> always trying to help yeah because she had she just had doctor mentality she's like you know don't do that that's that, that's quite dangerous and this kid i remember looked up at her and just kind of ignored her or didn't understand her and then and then when the escalator when she got to the bottom the escalator fucking sucked her foot in oh and went like that. I th- it, it, it sucked something. I mean, she got trapped. So this girl was screaming. I, I, this is, I, but I can't remember the rest of this memory. I, I feel in, like this bit has definitely, definitely happened. In London the other day, some poor kid got his toes chopped off by an escalator. Aye. Yeah. How? How did it happen? Well, there, if you're little, it can go in the thing as it rolls down the end. Aye, aye, aye. But if you're an adult, I mean, they look fucking shoes. scary. It, it, escalators 
though the they they had they it does seem like they were designed to look as much like ch- chomping robot monster as possible like <laughs> so sharp yeah so many sharp jagged metallic edges why haven't they smoothed all that shit out by this point yeah every, every angle's so sharp yeah, it doesn't they seem are. like they put in requisite safety um, measures. They are tooth-like, aren't they? Very toothy. Toothy little, toothy little stairs. Yeah, you'd feel like they maybe would have stuck some little rubber knoblies on or mm. something. There must be a, there must be a mechanical engineering reason for, Ma- for, they, that, for it. They all have to like mesh in a, a sort of particular way. Horrible, <laughs> <laughs> horrible. You got any uh, travel-based grudges? Well, yesterday I was I was I was getting through from the train station from Paddington to my home here in Peckham, mm. and I swear the, the second you're in the in a rush, everyone gets on a little walkie-talkie and oh, goes, yeah. "He's in a rush. Stand in the fucking middle of the platform, <laughs> not doing anything." Yeah, and they, or, or they go like, "Walk like it's just a a balmy." warm sunday on a beach and you're not in the tube <laughs> at all you're walking along the beach and you're looking at the coconut trees as the palms drift in the wind that, a level of slow walking that you would you would walk faster than that through the fucking sistine chapel <laughs> slow walking or just literally just standing in the middle of the platform <laughs> yeah. maybe this is my 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 spicy take is there should be slow and fast lanes and standing lanes for pedestrians everywhere. So any yeah, yeah. like like train platforms should have painted on the ground walking lane, for, uh, you know. Yeah. Not just yellow lane where you have to stay ba- behind. Like moving lanes. Yeah. Slow lanes, overtake lanes. And little- more, more ground markings. In like Japan and stuff, there are markings on the ground of the train platforms marking out where the doors will be. So you can start lining up for the yeah. doors before well, some, the train's even fucking there. Some tube stations seem to have those and some don't. Really? Like, oh, I've not seen that. I've seen some where they're like, this is where the doors, or like trains in London and of some, whatever. Oh, sometimes they'll tell you where the door is, but this one is like, they literally will carve out a queue shape. So ah. you know where to queue for, for the door. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I, I, I think... Uh the other day, I was standing about to get off the train, and the doors opened, and there was a young guy, one of three. The other two were slightly off to the left, but the young guy was right in the middle mm. and was about to get on through my body. 
he obviously thought, well, the, uh, this guy's, this giant man standing with his face pressed against the doors can't be getting off. So I'll just climb on through his body somehow. <laughs> Some people, honestly, there. I think I think everyone has a. So I, we all have a, a, a sort of sphere around our immediate bodies, our immediate yeah. selves. Within that sphere, we are aware of what is going on. We're paying attention to what's going on, right? Mm-hmm. Some people's spheres, I think my sphere is like two meters. Yeah. Some people's sphere is fucking five millimeters. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. like they aren't thinking about how loud they're being beyond five meter, millimeters. They're not thinking about anyone else's body five millimeters beyond past their fucking epidermis. Yeah. They're just completely unaware. They're like fucking dodos walking around. They're in it's like amazing. a pitch black room, basically. Yeah. Before the compassionate Western civilization, they would have been dead like within five years of being on on the earth you know (laughs) yeah they would have just got crushed by a a horse and cart or something (laughs) honestly they wouldn't have survived feudalism for a moment this this really pissed me off yesterday i was on the train i had to change at swindon to get back from bath and and this is something that you know happens all the time but i really noticed yesterday was okay so I, i have to go to platform one i my seat reservation is is uh Carriage C, seat 47. Okay, so uh, carriage C. I didn't need to look out for carriage C. Yeah. The train is coming. It's not there yet. It's due. But it's, it's very busy. A lot of people are going to get on this train. Uh, you look up at the little LCD, LED display, and it shows you a little cartoon of the train and the carriages, where the bikes can go, where it's first class. Yeah. But each of the carriages is numbered 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. <laughs> But my carries is C. Yeah. And not only that, there's no marking on, on the, the platform. Yeah. So you don't know where which way the train is going to be pointing when it comes in, because they don't have a fucking compass on me. <laughs> and even if you knew where which way the train was coming in, you don't know if it starts with carriage A at the front end or carriage A at the back end. Yeah, because it uh, So what's even the point of numbering these carriages? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. If I'm on C, so then the the train gets there. I'm at the front because I'm, I'm guessing C is going to be near the front. Not only, <laughs> not only is it not at the front, the because the train is made up of one longer train and one slightly shorter train. The fr- at the front is like carriage J and then goes back K blah 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 blah, and then starts again on the new train which is then A B C. So my carriage C is actually at the other end of the platform. C is at the back somehow. C is at the back because on this train, because there's two trains, it, we have there's basically two alphabets on it. Yeah. That stop and start again. Well, we all know the alphabet, Phil. J K L E D A A B C dining cart bicycle one, and then again A B C and unbelievable. It's like, what's the point of giving me any of the inf- any of this information? It's completely useless information. <laughs> this kid, this kid who thought he was going to walk through me, yeah. I said, I, I said as I got off, I said, "Come on, man." And I, <laughs> I said, "Come on, man," and I put my hand on his shoulder and I just moved him to the left. Wow! But you know what's weird is that he offered no resistance. It was like <laughs> it was like moving a man made of smoke. He probably he, wasn't even aware of what this force was moving his body. He was like, what the? <laughs> he probably thought he was just like levitating. He was so fine with me physically moving him out of my way. He had no objections to it. 
But this is what I find, and this is the like saving grace, I think, of... These are the saving grace of people who have who don't care how they impact other people. Is they tend not to care how other people impact them. Yeah, yeah. So that's they don't true. mind other people being noisy. They don't mind being moved by other people because for yeah. them that's just how we all just do what we want. And then if our our if our impacts our effects interact with each other, then whatever. Yeah, the the only wrong person is someone who tries to affect anyone else or to establish any sort of rule. They're like anarchists. Yeah, yeah. But they're like animals. They're just like a fish, and you can just move a fish. The fish doesn't get annoyed you move it. <laughs> but it will try and swim through your face. <laughs> yeah, it was so odd. Just looking at this person as if to say, what was your plan? Yeah. What was your plan? But I mean, being in London for as long as I have, I've just become like... A spatial awareness machine like i can get mm. i can get on on the pack tube and i can spot like a patch of ground and i go okay if i drop my backpack yep. and hold it down between the I legs can fit into there so i'm like i'll go excuse me and i'll and i'll fit in perfectly tetris like yeah into this little slot and other people will get on to get on and just stand literally in the door yeah just they'll th- stop they'll stop immediately they'll do nothing the other just not not, not to make this angry transport pod but this morning on the, you know, when tube stations have a lift, it's an elevator. If you're lucky. This lady got on and then turned around and faced outwards, not having gone to the back. The full empty elevator was behind wow. her. Wow. Wow. So she's first on. She's first on and she just stands and looks at us as though she's like, You want to fight me for it? <laughs> this, this, this lift's mine. Get your own. That's yeah. insane. As if she was turning to us as if to say, What lift are you getting, bitch? Like, and everyone every had to like I enter a phys- every time I enter physical space in my mind is a graphic representation of the space and I'm a little dot in it yeah. and I have to find the place in the space where it makes most sense to be yeah. and because we have to fill the space with all the dots yes and dot the space with all the fills <laughs> <laughs> dot your eyes and dot your fills fill your spaces with fill mm-hmm. um, that is insane but some people truly have no Spatial awareness. So the entire elevator, which was full, had to like shoulder barge past this dipshit to get in behind her. And it's like, this mustn't be unpleasant for you. Yeah. Yeah, but I bet I bet she was confused as to why this was happening. I was like, why is everyone sm- smushing past me? Or what maybe doing? Or she was Where like she was like, I have to be first off. What if they what if they run out of London? What if I get off if, at last and all the London's gone? If you're desperate gone? to be first off, then you go in and you go, you stay in the front of the lift, but you go to the side, you hug the wall. Yeah, she could have done that. Amazing. Incredible. And she Incredible. had a little rolly suitcase labeled uh, a University of London Business School. So, Ah, well, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Do you think? I did look at it and think, yeah, well, is this fucking... you learned a business school, is it? Never, always f- have the lift to yourself. First rule of business, kid. <laughs> Well, it's all about, like, you know, owning the space and ensuring you're off first. And, like, I'm businessy. I'm here doing business. Yeah. She she um, she was she, dressed she, a bit like a genderqueer, a gender, not genderqueer, gender-reversed Dr. Robotnik. <laughs> Maybe she was trying to get the business class of the lift. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what she thought she was in. This is the business class. Well, I go to business school, so I should be business class. Because I go to lots of business classes. 
Uh, speaking of business, we should probably get to the business of reading some VIP correspondence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We got a message from Meg. From Matt? Meg. Meg, Meg, I beg of you, tell us what the correspondence is. Dear D. Phil and Pierre HD. D. Phil and... Oh, right. A doctor... A PhD? What's a... What's a D. Phil is a doctor of philosophy. Ah, uh, yeah. This message contains both a two-in-one poo story and also a piece of autism tat from a fellow late-diagnosed adult. Oh, wow. Yeah. Also to say, we saw Pierre's, this is an old message, we saw Pierre's warm-up set at the Attic in Totten, the world's oddest venue, and it was odd, and had a great oh, by time. By the way, I've, I've been on tour with um, Bella, Bella Hull, very funny comedian, and she, she has a good term for someone who seems, someone who seems a bit autistic, like yeah. myself, which is, uh, he has a touch of the tism. <laughs> touch of the tism, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I like that a lot, and I hadn't heard that before. Yeah, he's, My, got a, a t- he's got a touch of the tism. Because of, of like texture issues with cutlery and stuff, I, I have now bought what my sister calls tism spoons. <laughs> These like plastic spoons I'm going to carry around with me because all the spoons are made of fucking wood now. Oh, that's horrible, eh? That's so really disgusting. Um, uh, so we chatted at the uh, back. Uh, I also made a comment about getting autism from the vaccine and I hope people realized it was a joke. Anyway... I began writing <laughs> I began writing this email when I only had my husband's embarrassing fecal story to tell. However, in the weeks or months that have passed, I've experienced an incredibly similar situation. We have now both been victims of what is medically referred to as fecal impaction. Oh, is that like constipation? It's like mega constipation. You create oh, really? a you could God create a poo so big even he couldn't fart it out his bum? Mm. that's the question you're answering when you have fecal impaction phil basically making a little poo diamond yeah 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 yeah. basically the poo becomes too large and or hard to poop out without manual intervention of some kind oh my god can you imagine (laughs) pierre like in the past before medicine before surgery you just die of that you just die (laughs) you just go i can't shit anymore and someone go oh i'll be all right and you you just Building, building, building. Eventually, your body would go ah, rage quit, and you just <laughs> you just die. Because you- or, or like at best, a weird like witch or a shaman would have to collect up all the grease from when you sacrificed that lamb, hmm. and just try and like fist the poo out of you. Oh, man, it's. <laughs> I, I'm so happy I live now. I'm yeah. so happy I live now. Yeah, getting even a God tiny damn. cut. Never mind a mega poo. God damn. So as Meg points out, tea, fiber, and laxatives will not dislodge it because the poo is already fully formed. It's a pre, pre-formed poo. Yeah. Several years ago, on a completely normal day, my husband had an issue in the bathroom. He'd been in there for a while, and it became clear that all was not well. Basically, he couldn't get the poop to budge. He was mm. very dramatic about the whole ordeal and was literally screaming and crying on the toilet. Oh, my God. Oof. Ah! Ah! Nurse! Yeah. Yeah. In the end, I had to pass him rubber gloves and Vaseline. Yep. Wow. Uh, and in a last-ditch digging attempt... Vaseline. <laughs> Vaseline, yeah. Oh. In a Sorry, last I said ditch, Aseline. Oh, oh, gasoline and Ase- Aseline. Ase- yeah. In a last-ditch digging attempt before giving up and going to hospital, he managed to release the beast. 
Whoa, that must must have been satisfying. Maybe it's one of those things where it's like it's so tight and so big, it's not even satisfying. It's just like horrible. You're just go afterwards. You're just like ah, ah, just recovering from the trauma. According to him, the monstrosity was about the width of his forearm. I'm looking at my. I have quite a thin forearm, but that's pre- oh man, that's pretty bad. Yeah, but even like the th- my forearm, but like even th- my thin forearm, the thinnest part of your forearm is a is a fat a fat poo. Is the thinnest part of your forearm your wrist? Yeah, probably. Yeah, that's still that's still that's still pretty fat. That's still pretty crazy. That's Confucius said that the thinnest part of your forearm is still a fat poo. <laughs> Always remember. Um, so it continues. I was then randomly victim to the same ailment only a few weeks ago. There was no real reason for it aside from a bit of stress and maybe not eating as many vegetables as I normally do. I tried. Excuse me. Oh God. Ugh. I'm not throwing Ooh. up. I'm just. I've got sudden burp syndrome. SBS. SBS. I tried and tried to get my giant poop out, but soon realized I was in a sticky situation. I also had to resort to the gloves and Vaseline, but it was less painful experience than him. Um, I had to take it out in small pieces, which was yuck, horrible. Oh my god! Jesus Christ! I had to dig up around there and strain for thirty plus minutes. Most of it was gone, but there was a small remaining piece that would not dislodge. And eventually I took to the internet for advice. Just, you've been on the loo for 30 minutes digging in your own bum hole. Your fucking legs have got pins and needles and you're sweating and Googling. (laughs) What a nightmare. uh, More specifically, I went on Reddit and then found some very useful but also somewhat horrific advice. It turns out that as a woman, I had one additional trick up my sleeve. And yes, that is a euphemism. Oh! Uh, I've, I've heard of this before, Phil. You, I don't think you'll like this. Uh, try me. Basically, one can go through the front door and massage and push the poop out from next door. Whoa! I don't mind that. You're sort of hammering on the wall on one side. To yeah. Keep it down in there. Cut it, keep it down in there. <laughs> Get, Get out that of there. shit out of there! In there. <laughs> yeah, cut that shit out. Yeah. She's basically um, in her in her vagina, just like with a broom, just smacking the ceiling. Yeah. Don't, don't. <laughs> hey, get that shit out of there! Being fairly desperate at that point, I did what was suggested. It worked on the final piece, and I can tell you there is no stranger feeling than pushing your poop out from the other side. Side. Wow, side, side. that's awesome, though. This is something I cannot unknow about my own body. <laughs> yes. Um, switching gears a bit, I also saw this horrendous piece of autism tat. The tat we didn't know we needed. That is truly bizarre, and it is very American autism mom vibes. Let's have a what look at this. What is it? Auto tat. Oh, no. Tism tat. Oh, no. Oh, dear. What it's one it? of those very long, rambling, in-this-house ones. Oh, no. And it's like, you know, it's obviously very well-intentioned, but it is a bit cringe. In this house, we've memorized the entire bus schedule. <laughs> is that what it says? In this house, we love Warhammer. Just We love what? Uh, Warhammer. <laughs> no, it's, it's quite autism-specific. It's a, in this house, we do autism. What? No! This is fucking Aperol... Together we joy shit. It is, we yeah. Do autism. This is twee autism. This is autism. No, 
In this house, we do autism. come for autism now. We do meltdowns and avoidance. We worry and stress. We do tears and frustration. We do loud. We do flap and spin. We tiptoe and jump. We line things up and collect things. We do oh. love... We love... We do love and hugs. It's like badly formatted, so it doesn't make sense. We celebrate milestones. I don't know what... Okay. But most of all, we do family. Woof. We do family. Gross. Gross. Lovely intentions. um, Gross. uh, In Norfolk, Pierre, they take that advice a little too seriously. We do family. (laughs) Oh, you are bad. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, those who know, know. (laughs) Only some will get this. (laughs) I hate that. (laughs) Only Only some some will get get this. this. Is there any more disgusting caption? Oh, fuck you. Horrible, horrible. Um, Meg says, Koji, praise redacted, but her, uh, the bud pod, the, the the podcast has got her through being home with Vertigo and hours of staring at the ceiling. Um, oh, good. And also, we got it wrong. We said that the New York immigrants' names were changed at Staten Island, but it's Ellis Island. Staten Island is part of New York State. Oh, of course. Did yeah. we say Staten Island? Apologies. Apologies. Correction. Um, well, I am almost hysterical with a lack of sleep. Yeah, I'm amazed you've, you've pulled it through, to be honest. You should, are you going to have a nap? I can't. You I can't be careful I, not to I have to go, have to go get a train. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Where? Yeah, up north. I'm going up north. Oh, fucking for a few hell, of days. course. I keep forgetting. Yep. Yeah, geez. Well, hopefully you get a good long night's sleep tonight. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. Well, we'll see you guys, hopefully. Remember, at the uh, we are doing Christmas bonus pod. Christmas Christmas live bud pod. Yeah. Get uh, at the Bloomsbury Theatre. Get your tickets. Mm-hmm. The ideal Christmas present, really. Yes, of course it is. It's what Christ would have wanted. Absolutely. Um, until next time, though, see you. Much love. Bye-bye. Bye.